Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show and welcome to episode 70 of Unmuted. Thank you all so much for tuning in. To everyone that is new here, my name is Adnan and on the show we talk about motivation, inspiration and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world and that includes you. So if you're tuning in live, uh, make sure you jump in the chat, join the conversation, any questions you have. We try to get to every single comment and every single question uh, that comes through. Also, if you are new here, uh, we uh, just started streaming on Twitch. So usually the show used to be exclusively on Facebook. And uh, currently we're trying out the new uh, platforms, different platforms. So this episode right now is being aired on YouTube, uh, on Facebook and Facebook, on Facebook and on uh, Twitch. Um, I think uh, I think we're going to be slowly creeping in uh, over to Twitch uh, as, as the episodes roll on. Um, it's just a better platform, guys. It's such a such a much better platform than, than Facebook. But um, but yeah, I'm super excited for everyone. Everyone that's uh, jumped on board. Uh, my guest today is Fuzzy Bond, as you all know. He's a content creator, uh, a Twitch streamer. He um, is a, a YouTuber. He makes YouTube content. He's been at it uh, nonstop for a few years, and um, I want to dig into his journey. I want to dig into his journey. You all know him as Fuzzy Bond. I know him as Nasser, uh, the guitarist of my first uh, serious band. We go way back and um, it kind of dates us. It, it kind of puts puts a little age <laughs> on, uh, on on just how long we've known each other. But uh, thank you all for, uh, for tuning in. And uh, yeah, let's get him in here. Hit the intro. Fuzzy, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? How's it going? It's been ages. For the very first time, someone saying it has been ages is super accurate. Yeah, right. It like, literally has been ages. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, hope all is well with you, man. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this episode with me i've uh, i've been wanting to get you on here uh since i uh, i found out what uh, what you've been up to all these years nice thank um, you just feels, in case feels good that we meet again on, a, on an unexpected platform yeah 100 but um just in case i know every single person uh in the chat right now is uh, is for, from the Fuzzy Tribe, and thank you guys so much for uh, for jumping on board and coming to check out the the podcast and, and this interview. And um, everyone in the chat is uh, is just absolutely awesome. But just in case there's someone listening to this after the fact or or tuning in later that doesn't know uh, who Fuzzy Bond is, could you introduce yourself to the tribe? Uh, yes, I'm Fuzzy Bond. I do. Um, I start as a YouTuber. I'm a content creator. Uh, my focus is honest guides and gameplays that are mainly family friendly. Uh, that's very important since I believe the world is lacking a lot of this. You know, everything's killing and swearing. So <laughs> we need some uh, good vibes around here. And uh, over time, uh, uh, my viewers on YouTube demanded that I start streaming. I started streaming on YouTube. Nothing is supported in Jordan like super chat and none of that. So if you want to monetize over time, as you grow, it's not going to work. So I was like, okay, 
which is my thing and it's i'm actually glad i don't care if it's if it's um uh supported in jordan or not youtube uh, streaming because it's honestly currently useless so here i am on twitch and uh if it wasn't without my community i won't be here right now and uh, and shout out to, to your community there's a, a whole bunch of questions already in the chat there's um uh well uh, that's an intro thank you that's uh we'll, we'll get into uh, where that music comes from in just a bit um there's fuzzy with a black t-shirt who dat <laughs> i think we're uh, we're we're yeah, it's, it's a throwback it's like i'm not uh, streaming to be yeah exactly <laughs> um big Still fuzzy my merch though crew oh yeah that's dope um, all right, let's uh, let's let's dive into it, man. I wanna, I really wanna, because I know a lot of a lot of the uh, uh, followers, a lot of the fuzzy tribe, uh, always ask you this uh, on on stream. I've seen a lot of people curious about your journey, so let's take it back. Like, let's take it back to uh, getting into the creative space in general. Um, when you first picked up a guitar, when you first started playing uh, video games, what was what was the first thing? that uh, that grabbed your attention that you thought you know what i want to i want to dive more into this creative field hmm. you know it's 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 like built in the family that i don't remember the early days of how i got into creative arts because uh i have cousins that are like uh, uh for example my mom's cousin he he's like a writer and there's like uh, my older brother's director and like I have other cousins that dance in like uh, these uh, choreography type of things. So uh, arts is kind of in the family. So I grew up, I grew up with it around me, but I do have like the reason why I got into music first. That was my first official step was uh, a friend of mine called uh, Mohi. You probably know him. He lives in Canada. He came here for a few visits. Um, his sister, back in 1996, uh, she's an insane pianist. And she's like, hey, how about you play violin? So you can, you know, we play music together. We walked into the music store and there was a guy playing guitar. And we're like, no offense to other plays violin. We were like, violin sucks this thing is cool man we're gonna just play guitar literally it was just like that so he started playing guitar and i started playing guitar and that was the first step in 1996 to to where we are right now you know yeah so it, it started from uh not violin that's not cool enough to guitar and um that's i think yeah. <laughs> I, I i bumped into you a few years after that uh because you were already a seasoned guitarist when we first met yes we were um we were testing out uh, a lot of different things at that time we were trying to the, the thing is uh, a lot of people don't know um you, you touched on it briefly in your intro that jordan isn't necessarily the place that um caters to a lot of uh creative fields and arts in general like uh trying to start and the genre of of choice for for you and and for us at that time was rock and heavy metal so uh, <laughs> it didn't really cater to, to what we wanted to play at that time. And uh, what, what was it? What was it like growing up in uh, in Jordan, where it's not necessarily 
the the most uh nurturing place for a so for up and coming guitarist yeah well you know i i kind of believe that uh, it's actually a good thing that jordan is like that because the second you become for example you remember i used to have long hair before i got you know like pierced <laughs> and tattoos and all that anything you do now it's more open it's like they 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 point fingers at you for example why are you tattooed why do you play guitar this is bad you know a lot of religious people of all types of religion like this is bad this is you know like why do you do this why do you do that why do you have your why is your hair long and stuff so uh this for someone like me made more of a drive that i want to be more stubborn and work even harder to prove everyone wrong and i'm not gonna be let down by them you know so but of course it differs from one person to another because i believe some people might uh break fast or not breakfast break you know break quickly <laughs> you know uh and starting off like with a dad joke also, my parents my parents yeah uh, also my parents were very supportive because my parents are the type of people that do whatever the heck you want my my father used to tell me be a belly dancer when you get older as long as you don't get into trouble like whatever you love do it you know just as yeah. long as you don't get into trouble that's all what he wanted and that supported me a lot because i just grew up experimenting life around me and i landed here yeah yeah it was it was definitely um it was definitely a, a unique experience we have a question in the chat how did you guys meet did the band already exist and um i i actually can't remember 100 the first meeting point it just kind of happened over time i don't know if you uh, if you have a different recollection to that yes yes actually actually i was telling jackie today i was like wait how how did me and, and had to meet she's like i i don't really like uh, remember it's like it kind of faded in through like i'm with a guy that you know and then you're the guy that i know and kind of faded in you know what i mean like until yeah. we ended up uh, making music together and uh, i started spending every day and night in your house and uh, you know stuff like this <laughs> it was um let's let's take it back to those days because uh so did the, the band already exist and i i love talking about this because i think first bands and band names in general are the funniest thing uh to to kind of figure out and look back on once you've you've spent some years uh working on things so um my first first ever band name and i still remember it was red rum uh, which was murder backwards because we were super cool and then the band that uh fuzzy and i were t in together was called infested mind um which uh, which is another <laughs> just yeah. just why kind of name it just it doesn't make any sense we had no attachment to it whatsoever um but what do you remember from from those days yeah. like band names yeah, like just getting um, into it and and trying to like uh, put together the the music and trying to record and do all that s stuff. Well, I think if you want to find out uh, the most embarrassing uh, 
moments in someone's life just find out the names of their first bands that's always a thing you know because it's like the doom of death you know the black uh, tree that you know <laughs> my, like my that, especially metal my bands, dark night metal bands, <laughs> yeah exactly it's always like that you know and then then it's actually you know you want to make a band mainly not to make a band is to stand wearing black and go like you know like you know, wait, hold on. I think I can do no, I can't do this now. Yeah. Um Oh you, know, you wanted to you wanted to do the zoom. Thing, I you know. actually just speaking of that, uh I guys for everyone that's tuning in, I've done seventy episodes of these, but I've been inspired by Fuzzy with all of uh, the additional things that he does with the stream deck. That I've been I've been I actually tried to set up the face zoom and the confetti. Uh, for this episode just to have them ready <laughs> for uh for for fuzzy's episode but i uh, i failed miserably at that i got you Don't worry. well i checked youtube tutorials but over time i modified them to my own uh, liking so i got you in that not a problem so uh, we got a question in the, in the chat who are some of your guitar influences There he is Jimi Hendrix for for everyone that's just listening uh, to the audio. Uh, yeah. uh, Fuzzy flashed, but yeah, it's Jimi Hendrix tattoo. Because, yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Jason Becker, uh, Chili Peppers were a big part of my life. Uh, Metallica. I wasn't like specific, you know. You remember even when we played music, we weren't specific. And sometimes we play like Megadeth stuff. Sometimes Lamb of God. Sometimes. Uh, jazz, you know, with with uh, Feroz, you know, and stuff like that. So um, it was just like that. But but mainly like uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Jason Becker, and uh, the old uh, Metallica. The old Metallica was my blood in in guitar, you know, like uh, like in the Black Album and, and this yeah stuff. So. I I think I think the like eclectic random collection of things we used to listen to and the randomness that that uh, that was the group itself like we had we had a bunch of friends that we grew up with that were from all different backgrounds from all different uh, ages as well just people listening to different things um different personalities really contributed to uh who i am today and the way i like uh input art receive art and receive music and receive gameplay and receive all that stuff just because we grew up in such a like broad <laughs> spectrum of of uh, of culture that it's just so much easier to accept things now yeah it's true it's true you, you, you're compatible to to many different forms of art that you can just even if you don't like it you can just understand it at least to a certain extent you know and, and give yeah. an opinion on it so yeah it's it's uh it's been it's been uh it was i think i think growing up in jordan really um it does teach a lot of people a lot of different things because well a lot of people that don't grow up in the middle east uh don't know like i said earlier it's just it's just a very different upbringing to what people expect like i've i've met a lot of people um in the states and uh, from canada uh from australia all that stuff that um that really never understood even if i explained it as as much as i did they never really fully understood exactly how strange it was growing up in in a city like amman in a, a country like jordan yeah, Amman is the capital of Jordan, of course, in case someone questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 
some of my best times were then honestly it was so much stress sometimes or even like you know the police who want to make a concert the 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 jordanian like intelligence does not allow you to to do concerts to a certain extent because some of them would think that uh, of course don't get me wrong jordan's completely different now but we were in that like lost in time phase where like for example if they hear that a mosh pit happened in a concert it's like they come with their sticks you know raining down <laughs> all that sort of stuff so it was it was it was a tough life but i i'm honestly if i go back in time i'll go through that again because i feel like you know the the stress around you either makes you or breaks you and if it makes you you learned a lot from it and i'm strong yeah 100 percent um so let's let's uh we we were in a band like i said we um you you also dabbled in like you, you wrote and recorded a solo album uh, music seemed at that time to be like the primary focus so you, growing up i i 100 assumed that um that nasser would be uh, uh just doing music full time and then uh we we i left the country you left the country everyone uh went uh, uh, like on their own path 10 years later I find you on Twitch. Uh, on, I actually find you on Instagram first, uh, and uh, and figure out that you're on Twitch, and then find your YouTube page, and and go down this rabbit hole of what's Fuzzy been up to the, all these years, and um, and find out that you're doing content creation yeah. uh, full time, and you're doing it as 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 heavy and as as much production value as possible and stuff. So let's talk about the time where the band didn't work out. Uh, you went to Canada. Everyone kind of dispersed and went their own path. What uh, what what's Fuzzy been up to? What how how was that journey for you? Well, uh, the band. You know, you remember all of us just reached that phase in life where we need to continue our education in a more serious way. So, you know, I went to the School of Audio Engineering in Jordan. Then I went to Canada, and uh, Jackie followed me there later on. I was in, in Ontario. And she lived in Wisconsin, so it was easy for her to just travel almost, you know, above the Great Lakes to me, you know. So um, I wanted to study audio engineering so I can come back and, and change the future of Jordan and, and how audio engineering works and, and people actually appreciating it, you know what I mean? Like in terms of cost, when you just, you know, like why would you pay someone several hundred dollars to record one track, if not a thousand or more, for example. Here, they don't understand that. And honestly, it's almost still like this here. You know, I give 50, $50, man. Why do you need more than that? It's just audio. It's not like you're you're using material or something. You know, they don't think that the, they don't know that the material is inside your, your brain, you know? So um, it kind of, I started studying there. When I came back to Jordan, uh, I finished another degree in, in Metalworks. Then I did half a year on in Trebus, but I didn't continue because all the Middle East problems were happening. Remember, like this spring, which is the opposite of spring, but you know they called the Arabian Spring. You know, um, when we uh, so I came back here, I was like, you know what? I've done two years of audio engineering. I'm fine. I'm gonna open my start recording for people and doing audio for radio and and stuff like that. I started doing audio for my older brother who's a director he lives in dubai by the way 
uh, as a side project. Sometimes he will like pitch me some projects. Uh, here's a here's an ad. Do the audio and the music for an ad on Dubai TV and stuff like that. I did like a couple. Over time, being around this, I uh, uh, ended up editing strips of film on applications so much, you know, uh, that, uh, and I loved gaming, you know, and I realized over time that doing audio engineering in Jordan is not going to pay off until this day, it won't pay off. Even if you have the biggest investment to open the biggest audio engineering place with the most professional people, there's no one that understands, appreciates enough how much time and effort it's not going to feed you basically. You know, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work with people outside, you know, and I started doing that in the evening while going to my family business during the day. Remember, my father owns a fiberglass like workshop and uh, I just go work with him and, you know, do some uh, production management and stuff like that. When up until 2017, I kind of felt like I can't do this anymore. It's not me. You know, I came back 2011, I stayed 2017, I stayed with him a, a while, you know, I, you know, um, I was working on my mobile application, uh, that I did that for YouTube, by the way, but I kind of over time, uh, being around doing music for film and games and animation and stuff like that, I kind of absorbed a bit of everything and I was able to step up from there and learn things on my own by asking people, taking online courses. So I was like, okay, I can do everything by myself. So I'm gonna do, um, uh, I'm gonna do uh, an application in Arabic, uh, educational. I always like to teach people in a family-friendly way. I even do that with my games because the world is lacking that. So I did my application, and I worked on it for a year and a half by myself. Uh, it reached currently, it's like 1.5 million downloads on on the Play Store. And it was always top five. And yeah. I was making a living from that, you know, not so much, but it was good enough to kind of like, it's considered like an like a like a good salary, not like a super high salary, but a good salary from a game that I'm just maintaining. Then one day, uh, you, uh, Google Play decided to ban my app from the Play Store because it has a weird link in the bottom. It's not a weird link. It just says free games. Then you click on it and it links me to my other games. None of yeah. them made it big, but it just links to the page of of my uh, gaming company, which is called Bezilla Games. And uh, uh, that drop, like I reached it to top five by spending so much money from the money I made back into the game, because that's what I believe in. Uh, that kind of broke me, that destroyed everything. It was off for like a week until I changed and did an update. When I got it back, it was the 50th from the top five free games it yeah. used to be top five now it's like 50th or 45th so i was like if i'm gonna go back all the way up i'm gonna have to spend a couple thousands of dollars again on advertisement to get it back up there so i can't afford to do that i barely have two thousand dollars on me like everything you know i used to live i told you like it was like a good salary you can't save up so much so it's like you're living almost a month and a month so i was like you know what Jackie had some savings and she's like, you know what? Um, and I, by the way, I left in 2015, I left my father's work because of her savings. She's like, mm -hmm. you know what? You're almost good in this game. You're doing awesome. I'm going to support you for a couple months. 
three, four months extra, I continued working. Then I released the game. Then the ban happened like a year and a half later. When that happened, uh, it was around the time where I started playing Sea of Thieves. Like, look how things connected, you know? And, and that was like dwindling, fading away slowly. My game was fading away. Now it gets an average of 500 downloads per day, but it does not generate any revenue because even if you type the name of the game on YouTube, mm -hmm. you'll find a lot of videos, how to hack, how to get free hints, answers of all questions and stuff like that. So, and, and to a level that the, the channels that have the answers of all my levels in the game are channels of Ara other Arabian gaming companies. Okay. Like, look how tummy that is. So people want to actually watch ads or buy hints from my app. They actually gave them all the answers so they can watch their videos on YouTube and generate revenue from my hard work like yeah it became scummy from all aspects you know what i mean i was like i'm done with this when i started doing sea of thieves uh i was never planning to do content creation but i was like you know what i'm i already have experience in everything so uh i'm just gonna capture this footage and it was an update in sea of thieves called the hungering deep it was the first update of its type and i was like you know since day one i'm addicted to games I was like, you know what? I'm just going to capture this and upload it to YouTube. Because I made a video about it. Within the first hour after the update, I was one of the first. So it's like if you actually search on YouTube an hour after the update, you'll only find like my video and maybe two others. So I was like, okay, that's a chance. You know, I just uploaded it for fun. I wasn't planning to be serious. Yeah, I was just about when to I ask, is there... What was the... Um, what was the like let's actually pause i want to i want to talk a little bit about leading up to to that first video because right. uh, i always feel like there's got to be some some screw loose in your head uh, <laughs> for um, a lot of the like entrepreneurs and the people that just like every everything you were telling in that story is you wanted to start the studio and then you wanted to start uh, uh, uh make the game applications and and uh and the, the mobile applications and then but everything is is entrepreneurial it's everything is like you starting your own thing um where where did that drive come from did, did you were you always like that has it has it been something that's been uh part of your personality or did did you have to like learn that as you got older you know that's that's a very good question i never thought of it that way maybe because my father owned a business so i kind of got used to being the owner's son you know it's not like uh you know richie rich you know my father is 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 a decent man who does a decent living who raised us properly you know but you know uh, um, um you know we, we lived a very decent life but not like a rich life or even a poor life everything was i'm very thankful you know so i was always like uh in the factory maybe like the owner's son maybe that's it you know, because I was always, uh, I didn't have a boss, you know, I worked in Red Bull for two months. I quit in a message. I literally sent him a message. I was like, I quit, you know, I'm not coming to this meeting. I'm done. <laughs> That's it. I just have an issue with, with uh, being bossed around unless I have done something wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's just because, like I said, my father owned a business and that's the drive where like, I'm, I never, ever applied for a job. 
other than Red Bull because I was in I was working in event management to bring bands to play. So it was still like something related, but the boss was dishonest with me two times and that was it for me. I, d- yeah. I hate dishonesty when it gets to work like 100%, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I break so fast from it. You, know, you want to be dishonest with me? I'm just, I'm a one-way road. I'm going to close the door. I'm leaving. I'm done. I don't care how much you pay me, you know? So that's why I felt like maybe it's a sense of survival that I needed to be on my own. I'm my own boss. Plus, I don't like to be handcuffed, which means uh, working online like this right now is not uh, regional and it's not located anywhere. Like I can go to Afghanistan. I'm not going to, but live in a cave. <laughs> If I had good internet connection, <laughs> you know, I can continue what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, just that. <laughs> so I like freedom while being responsible for my work. I'm not worried they're going to do quarantine in Jordan for like two weeks. I feel bad for people that have office jobs because they're going to have a problem. Yeah. But to me, that's the freedom that I always achieved is I want to be free and in my work and be my own boss while providing self-sufficient material to people yeah 100 percent. i think i think that that like i said there's uh there's something there's a there's a i i only could describe it by saying something like screw loose or someone's got to be crazy to uh to achieve to go after not only achieve but to go after uh, these ambitious, insane um, journeys and 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 things, because it would be much safer. You know what I mean? Like I, because um, for those that don't know, I I also run uh, my own production company. I work online. I do this podcast. I do a bunch of other things. Um, I have a band. So all all the things I do are kind of uh, not the safest bet, and not the not the safe net that a lot of people would want. And um, I, I doing this podcast. I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. I've talked to a lot of creatives and stuff. And the th- the common thread I found is that they all don't know exactly what drives them, but they definitely know that they 100% don't want to do the other thing. <laughs> Which is, it's a exactly. it's a weird position to be in um, for for anyone yeah. uh, for sure. It's very fragile though. Like 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 some of the biggest streamers, for example, here got banned overnight. And everything yeah. went downhill, you know. So, so the only scary part in being that flexible and flying around the world and working from an airplane is that your software, you are not physical. You know what I mean? This needs yeah. to be destroyed physically to disappear. But what you do is a click of a button under someone else's hand. So, any advice for any human out there who does things online? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's not an invention. Everyone says that, but you know it, it gets real after a while especially when you're on online forums and stuff online platforms sorry yeah exactly i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into the chat real quick everyone's um see you guys i'm not used to a chat this this fast over on facebook it takes forever for it to load um only 23 followers you <laughs> need more followed oh man thank you so much uh, thank you to everyone that, that hit the follow button thank you for everyone uh, to everyone that's tuning in live and and enjoying well, the conversation um, Joy is uh, uh, leaving a comment over from Facebook. Do you think your chilled out nature has helped you overcome any negativity you faced from others? Uh, that's a that's a good question. I want to I want to dive into the chilled out nature, and I also want to dive into the 
the family friendly aspect of it uh, just after we uh, we read some more uh, of the chat um he's a pirate that's what he is <laughs> uh we got a, a question can i join your band if i have zero musical talents absolutely um the triangle is is a is an amazing instrument you did have that guy and we had we had that guy absolutely <laughs> that uh, that uh, he he was he was the guy that hung out with the band and make us look cool <laughs> um oh safe uh, safe drums and uh, nabilski is in the house what's up guys uh thank you for tuning in i miss you guys Nice, um, my brothers, both of my brothers. Yeah, we the got the drummer them. and the drummer. <laughs> we got the we got the full tribe in here. Um, a fuzzy looking like a rock star with his hater blockers. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, can't keep a good man Why down. I answer answer that. <laughs> there we go. Where where we at? Um, feels I uh, this is the same reason I I'm self employed. Uh, what's wrong with living in a cave? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's um, let's go to the to the chilled out nature, and uh, and the family friendly uh, vibes that you had because a lot of people, if if they didn't know you uh, from back in the day, I think a lot of people would say like, oh, he makes family friendly content uh, because that's part of the like part of the the brand or part of the the you know the ethos and stuff. But in reality, you've always kind of been like that. You've always uh, like you said, even even the the gaming apps and stuff that you worked on, you've always kind of been uh, uh, a much more like chilled and and laid back uh, person when it came to how you present yourself in public. Um, so yeah, how how does that how did that work out for you? Well, um, I think it's it's uh, me being. Uh, people used to ask me, "When did you come back from the states?" Before I've even like ever left Jordan, I only used to go to to Lebanon. You remember, I travel Lebanon, come back, you know, because my family is originally originally from there. So, uh, my brothers are the same, by the way. Not my older brother; he's so open, but Neblinski and Safe are the same. I think it's it's there's something maybe psychologically the way my parents raised us we always felt like we're foreigners in jordan like people always ask me when did you come back from the states i've never been to the states yeah but your accent is is like what accent man i was born and raised here <laughs> you know it's like it's like they do ask me things like this so over time it felt like eyes are new in terms of like everything you do in life you're getting judged, you know, you're getting judged uh, or criticized. Some people are supportive. Some people like, uh, you know, like my father used to tell me one thing, and it's one of the most important things I've ever heard. When I, when I first did piercings, I used to have like piercings and stuff, you know. He's like, listen, you're in Jordan, okay? You can't put a sheep between wolf and then come complain, why did they bite me? You are in the wrong place. They're not in the wrong place. So when you do that, you have to be, you have to stand up for it. Don't come crying for me, dad. They picked on me, dad, this when I was young, you know. So that made me uh, bottle up more and feel like I want to be self-isolated more. And over time, when I started getting self-isolated, the guitar kicked in into my life. I started practicing. I started becoming, um, back in the day, now I'm rusty. Uh, like uh, a unique guitarist in the community around me and people who kind of like look up to to the skills back then, you know. And 
So I was like, okay, I want to, I want to practice more. I want to practice more. I used to just sit in the room uh, and put the headphones on while my parents think I'm studying for the Tawjihi exams, you know, and sit for eight hours straight, uh, just doing ladders on the guitar. Maybe that over time kind of made me feel like being bottled up in your own bubble, uh, you're actually more productive. So I eventually ended up being that way. You know, there's no click, but I always felt like people's opinions are against mine every time. And I respect their opinions. I do not like to tell someone, no, you're wrong because he disagrees with me. It's just his opinion. As long as you're not harming me, I don't care what your opinion is. You can criticize me. Tell me like, I don't like beards on you. My grandma still tells me I don't like the beard on you. Shave it. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. Of course, grandmas are different, but you know. I, I get I get uh, that almost every five uh, minutes specifically sorry. about the beard. I <laughs> they uh, I I believe I yeah, I was exactly, bribed yeah. monetarily. <laughs> I was bribed with money. Uh, my parents were like, just shave shave the beard. Yeah, exactly. So the criticism kind of like made, makes you bottled up. But all that you know, the idea of being chilled nature. Why he said is that uh, maybe because we are chill you are the same too i know that you know for a fact um it kind of makes you look at things like there's for example this thing is flying towards you instead of panicking and like jumping and falling off the chair you're able to be like well hold on because you are chill you're able to perceive things you know what if i just grab it and take advantage of it i'll throw it back at them then you know what I mean? I'll use that against them. Something like this. So maybe that chilled out nature, it's like clear water. You're able to see deeper through the surface more than, uh, you know, a rippled like surface or something like that. Yeah. And um, let me let me know if this is uh, this is my assumption, uh, if it's correct or not. But I, I personally feel like that uh, environment and that, that kind of like... Um, uh community and stuff uh because of that that uh, way of of growing up you gravitate so much towards more of the people that support you and the clan and the tribe and like uh, the, the the fuzzy crew in in the house right now um even back in the day when it was uh, when it was with the bands and stuff i i feel like because this is this is how i uh experienced it uh, I, I i kind of had the same upbringing as you did and the same kind of uh, friction um, so now when someone is with me, is behind the stuff I create, is behind the support uh, and uh, there to support, um, I'm in 110%. I always feel like if you're with me, you're with me, uh, do or die kind of thing. Do you, do you get that same uh, feeling? That's a deep question. <laughs> We dig deep on um, unmuted. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm in limbo now. Hold on. Just just thinking. <laughs> That's all right. Um, we're uh, we're getting right. to know Fuzzy, everybody. This is this is the way we get to know him on a deeper level. Yeah. All right. Re rephrase that, please. Because so, I kind of like started buffering. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got one of the. I'll answer anything you want, but just yeah. 
Um, so do you do you think because of because of the way uh, support wasn't handed and it wasn't available uh, back in the day growing up and and doing all the the stuff that you were trying to do uh, like entrepreneurship that when someone does support be it um, you know a bandmate or uh, you know like the twitch crew that you have uh, the fuzzy crew coming up that you support them back like you feel like these guys got my back so I will I will go 110% for them as well. Oh yes, yes, 100%. I mean, I mean, um, you can ask the viewers in the chat. I'm sure many of them are from you know the fuzz community. While we refer to it, is I always, for example, I have something in the stream called Perk Store. You know, like if it wasn't for them, I won't be here right now. You know, so it's like. They spend their time, like some of them, when you type exclamation mark, watch time. It says, for example, this person has watched Fuzzy for one month and six days. Like it counts the hours total. Wow. It's like, that's his life, man. That's his life. He took a month of his life and put it in my channel. That's his life. Like, look how much, even if he was AFK at these times, he just made sure that his tablet or something, whatever he's doing is on so he can make sure he supports me like they're putting so much time into stuff and i'm not talking about like yeah there are financial contributions but things some things are priceless by just being there keeping something on for that person that's why i do have uh the perk store always gives back every beginning of the month i give maybe more than 500 dollars worth of stuff and games to the to the viewers and, so, and it's not a it's not a giveaway. It's like if you watch enough, you earn enough points. Just like uh, these places for kids where you play and you get enough tickets to redeem, like like a bear or something. But in a, in a stream way, you know, it's like you know you watch this. I always have to give back. I, there has to be some type of something to give back because it's always in my mind that I want to remember. I don't know how big I'm gonna get. You know, I go to look at big streamers some of them i despise and some others i respect so much he'll be like for example forty thousand viewers and he's still trying to thank everyone in the chat and thanking everyone in the chat you know some other streamers have a thousand viewers and they don't thank anyone as if they're on top of the world you know it's like what are you talking about man you are here because of them if these people watching right now just click one button which is the x on the top right corner you are nothing that's your ex, not theirs. <laughs> you know, so you always have to thank. They're not. They're not asking you for anything. The viewers aren't asking you for anything. It's just them being there creates that atmosphere that makes this community, that makes the channel, that makes me, that makes you. You know, so giving back is always something I feel like I have to do because I'm always appreciative, if that's the word. You know, of of what brought me here. No. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent, and I think, like I said, I think uh, uh, I, I I have that same mentality going forward, and um, I, I found that, uh, like I said, when when it's when it's a crowd support, like especially with the band, for example, when when there there are people that are rooting for us to achieve more, and they're putting their time, like you said, and putting their money in buying, for example, a CD or something. When someone uh, when someone comes by and and I I've seen their name or I've seen 
uh, them share stuff and I've seen them at the shows. I always try to give back. I'm always like, yo, <laughs> guest list or or come up to the to the backstage area or let's do this and let's do that. I just feel like that's one of the few things that I could do. But I want to I want to be able to give them something back because they've given us so much already. Exactly. I mean, I know you from from, you know, real life. We're kind of the same uh, frequency. That's why we clicked and ended up hanging out to a level that we don't even remember how we actually met. You yeah, know, I just, like faded into each other. Just life. feels like we've always you known know, each other uh, constantly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm jumping into the chat real quick. Uh, Diablo saying, "Let's talk about the future, shall we? Where do you see yourself in five years, and will you uh, expand on music?" Um, Diablo, I, I'll get to that. I want I, I want to kind of get into um, Sea of Thieves a little bit because I just find it so so interesting because I never knew him as a gamer. So I, I think you guys already uh, already know. Uh, a lot of this stuff, but um, I want to, I want to, I want to dig deep into the the gaming stuff, and then we'll we'll definitely talk into where you see yourself in five years. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he also says, "What was the question again?" When you were buffering. <laughs> um, yeah, Fuzzy oh, is yeah, very yeah. supportive to anyone. Trust me in that. From uh, Nabilski, uh, he also adds, "I was just thinking of streaming. Uh, Fuzzy gave me a full setup for me to start. Feeling blessed for that." Um. Nice Hunter saying he supports us in many ways, not even free stuff and giveaways. Uh, that's uh, that's very cool. I've I've just started uh, tuning in. I, I actually uh, checked the other day. I've been I've been tuning into the streams for a month, and uh, and I've seen I've seen as as someone who doesn't even game, I've seen the community and I've seen the 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 value that uh, the streams bring and stuff. So I can I can only imagine what you guys are uh, are going for. Uh, Fuzzy's just an overall good guy. It's easy to support him. From honestly, five twenty. Um, Thank you. <laughs> fuzzy talking nice facts at the moment. The other saying shots fired. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was. Uh, what that was referring to. Um, fuzzy makes us uh, as the viewer feel oh, important. It's probably about when I talked about uh, when I talked about other streamers, like thousands of viewers, and they don't even thank because that's oh, my yeah. experience. Yeah, you know, there's Summit. Summit is one of the biggest streamers. When I subscribe. Every once in a while, he looks at the activity feed and he thanks you by name. Yeah. Or, hey guys, thank you. So. And he gets like 30, 40,000. There's another person that I used to be subscribed to. Of course, it's fine to forget at some point. Sorry for interrupting. It's fine to forget. Sometimes you're in a heated moment. You're fighting another player or something, you know. Uh, uh, you know, if a person forgets to thank for a sub once or twice, it's fine. But like, then he realized that he's not thanking anyone and he feels like he's... You know on a throne sitting like this you know just let the subs flow in they love me too much i don't I, they love me to a level that i don't need to thank them that is disgusting that's and i unsub to that streamer due to that reason yeah you know? i think this uh, wasn't bad or anything but just like you know i, I think this sums it up perfectly because um uh, they say fuzzy fuzzy makes us as the viewer feel important he remembers us and things that are going on in our life he seems like he genuinely cares and i think i think that uh that uh comment or that that uh chat i don't know the lingo in, in twitch but <laughs> that that comment is um it sums it up perfectly because like i said i think you're it's not that uh you are putting on a show to care like you you just care you just really genuinely care and uh and i think that's what makes it super cool yeah that's how it is and then yeah exactly 
Yeah, definitely. He yeah. really makes us part of the stream, I, which is that, awesome. That's just how it is, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, yep, Fuzzy's making us part of his life. Shout out to everyone in in the chat. It's uh, it's it's great to see these uh, these uh, comments and and everyone everyone um, chiming in on, onto the conversation. Fuzzy's super humble and appreciative of his fans. We love him for that and uh, the support he gives right back. Um, I call them uh, Fuzzy's. That's that's very nice of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's let's talk about how this happened, uh, how this community became this community that we're, we're talking to and talking, uh, having this conversation with right now, how uh, Sea of Thieves uh, became a thing in your life. Because as someone that uh, I, I haven't played a game since uh, like Grand Theft Auto back when it was bird's eye view, uh, I've never owned a PlayStation or a Nintendo or oh, anything like that. that. Um, GTA 2, yeah. As someone that hasn't been around it, you uh i sit and watch hours of of see if the you playing sea of thieves of, of your streams and i don't know i cannot tell you uh i cannot tell you <laughs> like how much i enjoy or why exactly i'm sitting there watching it so i'm very curious about how it started and and how this community grew together if you could just like give us the history of of this uh, this whole journey all right so uh uh, remember I talked about an update that came to Save Thieves. That was like the downtime of my life. I was like broke and everything just sucks. And and that sucks. You know, life goes up and down. Like I'm healthy, family's healthy, everything's fine. I'm not complaining. It's just like, it feels like everything is gloomy and dark. There's no future. I can't like afford the, the simplest things. Basically, not like, you know, food and stuff. I wasn't poor, but I, I you know, you see, you, I'm a tech person. I want to just update the graphics card. No, I can't. I want to buy a, a, a 64 gigabyte USB. No, I can't, you know, stuff like that. So uh, I was playing Sea of Thieves, me and Jackie, and it was just our nighttime, our kids sleep. And I recorded the, the encounter. When I upload it on YouTube, I get 150 viewers overnight. That was the birth of my channel, the very first video I ever uploaded. I was like, hmm, 150 views. You know, 150 views for a channel that just started is massive. Massive. Because channels that just start get actually five views. And that's like your friend, your cousin, your neighbor, and their dog, you know? So uh, basically, <laughs> so basically, uh, I was like, and uh, they're like, wow, that's awesome. Please upload more. I never took it seriously, but I started just uploading random encounters like once a month. Once the very first video was in May. Anyways, long story short, I started over time uploading more. And the more I, 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 st I just started editing videos whenever I felt like it, you know, one day. A new update for CFDs came out and I was like, hmm, I never took it seriously yet. I'm just uploading for fun once a month, once every two weeks, stuff like that. You know, I wanted to learn about some new feature in CFDs. So I checked YouTube without mentioning names. Everything there was clickbaits or not everything is the ones I found were clickbaits and things that are just like like sometimes that the, the guide you want to give is like yeah right click then press space twice you will do that that's literally what it is you know it'll be a seven minute video 
running around the point in circles just to get views. I was like, what? And there's a F-bomb every two seconds. You know, I was like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Maybe I should make an update about new video. I ended up gathering different information from different videos to know what's actually happening. Then I made my own video of it. And that got 1,000 views overnight. Mm -hmm. That kind of like broke the internet for me. This is it. I'm a YouTuber. You know, I started telling my friends <laughs> to join and stuff. And then I got like uh, uh, 34 subs in total. Uh, anyways, 34 subs I got. So over time, I started uploading more bad videos again. I didn't understand that you need to upload the right time at the right place. You know, I can't upload about a feature that was added to Sea of Thieves a year and a half ago and wonder why no one's watching it you know because no one's searching for it people ate that enough you know so people are like over time fuzzy why don't you stream i don't want to say details exactly because it will be a long conversation how exactly my channel started growing audience but you know consistency quality and stuff i already had the talent in producing quality videos you know that you have the same too it's just things we do so um I, uh, they started, can you stream? I started streaming. I had 10 viewers beginning on YouTube, but I realized that, uh, I realized that super chat and all that does not work. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move to Twitch. I was like, guys, don't ever ask me for a face cam. First, I was like, don't ever ask me to stream. I'm not going to stream. I just want to upload YouTube videos, sit back, relax and enjoy, you know, uh, I started, you, uh, you just sounded, uh, by the way, They're like, face, uh, cam, the face cam, face cam. The sit back, relax, and enjoy sounded like your uh, your YouTube intros. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so uh, they're like face cam, face cam. I was like, you know what? You know, you can say no for a while, but I'm growing faster than I expected. So, you know, I hit affiliate in a week, which is the fastest possible to become affiliate on 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 uh, Twitch, you need to have like, I think 50 followers and three viewers average and stream for seven different days. That's what makes it like a week, you know, seven different days, you know. I had to feel it in like one week immediately. I feel it where people can sub and like send cheers and stuff like this. Then they're like face cam. I was like, I just threw a number. I was like, you know what guys, face cam at a thousand followers. I was like, I'm never gonna get there, you know. And they started asking a face cam when I was like around 500 followers, you know. Uh, the second 500, I announced the face cam at around 500. One guy was like, oh, since you're 500 followers now, give us a face cam. I was like, guys, I'm never going to do a face cam. You know what? Get me to a thousand, I'll do a face cam. The second 500 took 10 days, maybe. The first 500 took like two months, three months. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> took the day. I was like, calm down, people, you know. So I felt like over time, I kind of like reversed that. And I was like, I reversed that. And I started uh, thinking that it's like the feedback is more than you actually expected. And it's being given to you more than you ask for. So I might as well go all, all in. And that's when I started branding and choosing a color. Green is my very color anyways, but you know what I mean? 
and stuff like that. And that's what became here. It's not like I said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to add a face cam and I'm going to this. It's the community that made me what I am now. It's the community that said face cam, the community that said play other games, the community that said, why don't you have a subreddit? I made a subreddit recently, you know, it's inactive. I never like promoted it, but like they asked me for things. So the community is being built brick by brick by the community itself. When they point fingers, what they want, this happens. Yeah. And, and I think, yeah, man, that's, I, I think, like you said, it's the, uh, the community that built it. But when was the, like you said, the switch between like, I'm, oh, I'm just uploading a couple of different things. I'm, I'm going to start, uh, streaming on Twitch and then, oh, I want to, let me, let me like make a logo. Let me look at this, uh, look at things in a different way. What was, or who was, uh, someone that, that was, uh, the the inspiration or the driving force behind it were you already into gaming channels were you already watching twitch streams um or or was it part of the community like people telling no, you you no. should do I never this i used to watch i never used to watch streamers and there's no there's no streamer that i'm not saying this like you know i did everything my own that's just the truth there's no i didn't become a streamer because i enjoyed someone else streaming and i was like Oh, what he's doing is awesome. I want to do that. You know, it's the demand of the community. You know, it's like opening opening a, a, a store, for example. You're a tailor, you know, you only make jackets. You know what I mean? Over time, you make nice jackets and someone says, you know, I would really like pants that go with this one, the same color, but I don't make pants. Over time, we need pants, we need pants. What are you going to do? You're going to eventually figure out a way to make pants that are convenient and comfortable. Now you have a full outfit, you know? I didn't make pants because the store next to me makes pants and, oh, these look cool. I would like to make the same, you know? It literally was formed and brought to life by the people. Yeah, yeah. I, first of all, I never thought the word pants would be said so much on, on a single episode, but <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a good metaphor. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm curious, everyone in the chat, uh, when a few of you guys uh, already already posted this but uh, when the first time you uh, you found fuzzy was um it just uh, was it on youtube was it on twitch and uh how long you've just been been part of the been part of the clan what do you call the tribe you call them the fuzzy crew the fuzz the fuzz the how fuzz. long how long you've been part of the fuzz um i'm curious i'm jumping into the chat real quick um Nabil uh, Nabilski says, uh, "Headman, you're always into music and giving so much time for your band. All the respect to you, brother. Thank you so much, man. That means uh, means a lot coming from you. Um, uh, honestly, uh, five five twenty says, I found Fuzzy from his YouTube series. Like many people, uh, looking to become a better pirate, and he hooked me real quick uh, once I found his stream. Just super wholesome. Uh, that's uh, that's super cool." Um, banana told me about uh fuzzy we were having lunch and we got fuzzy on the tv from uh diablo uh mexican moose is in the house what is up my dude thank oh, you for diablo. tuning in um uh where else are we uh yeah i found fuzzy on youtube and since then i'm a regular um i'm a regular viewer he is uh never regretted it and i've never regretted once uh, best guides and gameplays honest guides and gameplays from diablo yeah absolutely um uh, Mexican Moose says, uh, it sounds like Thank most you. YouTubers who've switched from YouTube to Twitch 
seven days within a 30-day period is the uh, is the week. Yeah, um, and uh, to be honest, it's different yes, for yes. absolutely yeah. everyone. I just I just did seven days in a row, like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I hit affiliate. You know. Um, he also adds, uh, it's interesting to hear uh, the way that he grew as a creator, completely different from myself and other peers on Twitch. A uh, shout out to uh, to Mexican Moose uh, for tuning in. Um, where are we at? Uh, now we're going to get fuzzy to make uh, <laughs> pants for the perk store. There you go. You need pants for merch now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuzzy, show him how to do a poll. Nice. There is actually in the merch store. I, I will add pants. All right, there we go. <laughs> Hashtag we want pants is uh, is in the chat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, where are we at? So, uh, when are these fuzzy pants coming? <laughs> Best videos uh, to get better at uh, playing Sea of Thieves since I started playing the game, uh, plus minus half a year ago. Um, uh, uh, we also got uh, six months ago on Twitch because I was interested in Sea of Thieves. Uh, YouTube for me, then right to Twitch was my first experience with Twitch and the rest is history. 100%. Uh, my first experience with Twitch was um, checking Fuzzy out and then I uh, I texted him. I was like, I need some advice. I'm live streaming on Facebook and this thing, this Twitch thing looks amazing. And he's like, you should switch over, man. It's, uh, it's a much better streaming platform. Yeah, um, Twitch is the land. Hunter Orange says, found Fuzzy on YouTube last year looking for Sea of Thieves videos. Then I started watching his Twitch streams when the pandemic started and was uh, bored at home. Um, a cat charmer says, my friend told me about Fuzzy and it made me go back playing Sea of Thieves and to tune in to his streams. Uh, Mexican Moose says, uh, that's the best thing to do if you're coming uh, to Twitch from other platforms. Just grind out the first week and bring your community over. Um, Fuzzy's catering to chat even on someone else's stream. <laughs> yeah, he. I learned from the best. I learned from the best. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go <laughs> okay. for it. Um, Honestly, I'll, I can see the chat, but I'm trying not to read it so I won't get distracted. You know, like <laughs> I'm just a guest here, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, th this is where he gets to chill. This is where. Uh, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll bombard so him with your yeah, questions. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So yeah, you, uh, Twitch affiliate is the time when uh, you, you people could subscribe to you. Um, you get a little bit of money through the Twitch uh, platform itself. You're already making money from ad revenue over on YouTube. But when when in that like whole journey do you say, can I live off this? Yes. Um, well. Uh... It's a click. It's, it's honestly a click. And I'm going to be honest with this, guys. Around the end of February, uh, and everyone would know that, um, I, I reached the partner status of uh, Sea of Thieves. I'm a Sea of Thieves partner. And the partner status on Twitch. I, when I applied to Twitch on partner, they say it's almost impossible to get it the first time. I became partner the very first time. And so the just streamers that got in the first time. For uh, sorry to cut you off, but for those for those that might not know, <coughs> including me, um, what <laughs> what that means, uh, becoming a, tw a Twitch partner. What what does that entail exactly? Well, there's a big uh, rules thing that no one reads, you know, but uh, you get the fancy check mark next to your name. 
and you have extra um, extra of course commitments you know like not streaming on other platforms at the same time and stuff like that uh, but uh, uh, you you get extra you get more emote slots you get uh, uh, full-on encoding which means like right now for example and let me check for example now just because you recently started if you open the settings on your stream it says quality 720 which is the source of your stream mm -hmm. all right uh when because when you become affiliate it becomes like depending on what server you're on or if they have server capacity to add different uh encoding options from like 480 to to, to 1080 and something like that, 422 uh i forgot what the 400 one is you know uh, so basically you get more encoding options affiliate first come first serve sometimes you'll have options sometimes not which is kind of bad for someone with slow internet if you're streaming at 1080 60 frames per second it might be buffering all the time when you become partner you always have that that's one of the most important things you know like every time i stream you have all the options so everyone can watch other than that uh you have uh, emote slots you can quads uh, squad stream which means we can co-stream together from within twitch itself without any plugins and there's way more to it uh, also it's kind of like psychological when someone checks a stream and there's a check mark next to his name just like having that on twitter or facebook or instagram immediately becomes a person of interest like i noticed after i got that purple check mark uh, more people tune in the stream doesn't mean they stay but more people pass by the stream yeah some of them stay some of them some of them leave yeah you know? so so going back to to what we're saying you um that's the point where you started thinking maybe this could be maybe maybe i could do this full time uh, well, well, that's the thing. Uh, a week before that, someone who's in the chat um, came to my channel and he technically sponsored me for a massive boost in a very short time, which is Diablo. Of course, there is so many people that supported me and changed my life in the stream. But Diablo came at a time where I was like still struggling and like, you know, living off things and stuff. And he kind of like threw all the love and gifted like, for example, subs. When he gifts subs, that's a big support because you go and gift subs and he throws like a hundred subs and 50 subs and stuff like that. This, this, what, what it does is that, for example, I, you just open the door for because when I gift you a sub, you gifted a sub that day, remember? Uh, on my stream, you gifted a yeah, sub, a sub I, to yeah. someone. That yeah. person, when the sub, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was just gonna yeah, say, I, person, I was, the I was testing finished. it out for uh, for the first time because I, I also heard, I was reading about it, and I also, uh, I saw, thought that that's the best way. That's one of the good ways to support a streamer. Yeah. Exactly, because what happens is, for example, when someone gives me a sub, of course, I'm not saying Diablo was the start of this. He gave me a big boost. Uh, and then there are many other people that followed after that did amazing things. But I'm just telling you when it started, the moment where I said, okay, 
if I work harder, I can do this full time. Of course, Twitch alone doesn't give me full time. YouTube alone does not give me full time. I have a combination of merchandise, YouTube, Twitch, and Patreon. These together give me full time. Yeah. That's why I have to keep like, like a, like an octopus to work on this and work on this, work on this, you know? And uh, yeah, that's when basically I started fading in into full time. And then my content changed since then. And a week after that, I hit Twitch partner and Sea of Thieves partner on the same day. When I hit partner, I used to get like around 80 average viewers. Uh, I jumped to like 150 average viewers overnight. You know, that click, you know, the life-changing moment of like, yeah. oh my God, you know? So it all happened by the end of February. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shout out. First of all, shout out to Diablo and... and um everyone everyone that uh, that supported the channel because i think i think those are the moments that that really define uh, a path you know there's there's very few moments where you're one of one of them for me was um was the first time uh we uh, after we released our, our first full-length album someone came up to me and they're like yo man i believe in this so much um i'm gonna put it in like you know virgin mega stores we're gonna distribute this stuff it's gonna be it's going to be all over the Middle East. You can buy it in any store and stuff. And uh, that was um, that was the uh, a guy called Matasem from uh, Metal East Records. They were like a record label, basically. But it's just one dude. It's just one dude that really genuinely uh, wanted to support the band. And I'll I'll never forget that first boost. You know, like everyone that bought the album afterwards, obviously, everyone that came to the shows and stuff. But that first first punch was was just what we needed to like get it off the ground. Uh, so I can relate to that in that yeah. context. Yeah, um, so many small streamers too. It's just like, you know, you just need to be in the right time, right place, I guess. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, actually, speaking of Diablo, I just saw one on the chat. He says, I see a bright future for this channel on Twitch, man. Good vibes. Keep up the good work. Shout out to you, man. Uh, you're you're the one uh, spreading a lot of the good vibes. And uh, shout out to everyone that's... Um, it's hitting the the follow button man you guys that means means the absolute world to me um mexican moose saying i'm excited to meet fuzzy on his stream at some point to be honest i love meeting creators a large or small and you already seem like a really chill guy uh shout out to mexican moose yeah man you uh, you definitely need to come come by his nice. stream uh probably being uh, a recommended stream by twitch helps a lot uh yeah i'm I'm pretty sure that that stuff uh, goes a long way i think that even the check mark over on like instagram recommended recommended is hard yeah 100 percent um and the apple saying i'm not crying you're crying <laughs> <laughs> well that's why i'm wearing shades man <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so uh I, I wanted to ask a little bit about g the general reaction you get or got uh, from friends, family, from from the people that know you, from Jackie, when uh, when when this thing was was starting to happen, and you you tell someone that isn't in the field or doesn't know what's happening that you know I make content for games full time. How 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 did people take that at the very beginning? Well, well, honestly, uh, whenever people ask me, what do you do? uh i always like look into their mind and their lifestyle to be honest and their age and my answer depends on that 
if he's someone like around my generation or someone who seems like chill, I tell him I do YouTube videos about games, you know. But if someone like older or someone who seems like a bit uh, um, out of that field, you know, I say I make educational apps on the Android, which is not a lie, you know, but I made educational apps on Android. <laughs> you know, that's the only difference. I only changed one letter. It's just yeah. to kind of like cut it short, you know, because I don't want to think like, oh, dude, he plays games all day, man. How is he supporting the family, you know? <laughs> yeah. But d d how how was the the natural reaction from the the close circles around you? Well, honestly, the first year of YouTube, because I my my app started like going down and financially we started going down and stuff. Uh, me and Jackie, Jackie was always supportive, but you know, a mother with kids, you know, uh, is more realistic than someone like me who sits in front of the computer all the time you know that's just a fact so she was like you know can't you just do like youtube in the evening and like work back with your father during the day and stuff and i actually went and i worked back with my father for like four months part-time i would work like three days a week stuff like that but honestly it was both because my mind is always in consecration even though i had like 500 subs back then and uh, you know it's good five 500 subs is amazing if you're growing to that you know but uh, you can't make a living from that you know what i mean just yeah can't you know like that to me see, uh, youtube started generating some sort of revenue like a hundred dollars per month after ten thousand subs so that's a long road that's a lot of sacrifice and time to get to 10,000 subs, you know, it depends. Some people get that in one video. They just happen to get recommended by the mighty algorithm and get there, you know. But uh, at some points we had like arguments and, you know, you have to go back to your father's work. You can't do this and stuff, you know. It was very hard at certain times. And other people still on this, until this day, I think I'm a loser. Like, uh, they're awesome people and I don't blame them 1%. You know, because, for example, I have an uncle who's wealthy. He's an awesome person and I love him. But he still, he asks me like in a, a bit sarcastic way. Oh, Fuzzy, you still, you still uh, make money. Um, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. You still make money playing games? You know, mm -hmm. still like, like the way it's phrased, the way it's put. Because he's a contractor. He made his, 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 his money through sweating in the sun and going from one building to another to constructions to people to dealing with labor to that you know so how can someone just sit on one chair and make a living from that you know i don't blame him one percent for yeah. him to be in, in a different generation to look at it that way so the way they look at it like you said the reaction is different but now they're asking me less because they're seeing more reaction from other people there's a saying in Arabic, uh, you know, which means no one says my oil is, is bad or my product, my produce is bad. No one says that. So basically, if I say I'm a great streamer, no one's going to believe me. But when they say, oh, Fazi's an interview, I'm muted. Hmm, why are people interested in him? You know, mm -hmm. Fazi's partner on Twitch. Hmm, 
it seems like he's actually doing something, not just playing games. So over time, people start asking less. But by you proving it. The only way to convince people is by proving it from results of other people. Even if you flex your biceps that big, it doesn't matter. When someone yeah. else says, your biceps are awesome, that's when you have sealed the deal. <laughs> that's such a, that's super interesting because I went through, I went through the exact same thing, the, the, the absolute same thing. But um, mine was even just filmmaking in general. Uh, my, uh, my uh, family and the extended family also didn't, didn't necessarily know exactly what I was doing. They're like, why do you want to, why do you want to make movies? Like just, just make them for fun. Like that, that's not what someone does for a living. Why do you want to, uh, you know, talk to people on this podcast? Why do you want to do all that stuff? And then I remember that they, it switched like, um, you, uh, basically like you were saying when it, someone, uh, uh, validates the 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 hard work when so, when something they relate to uh is co-signing on your hard work so one of the times uh, someone uh, came up to, to a family member of mine and said oh yeah so i saw adnan's name on this um national uh, geographic documentary he he, he uh, I, I really enjoyed watching the documentary and i saw his name at the end and then uh, the the family came up to me and they're like wait did you do that and i was like yeah that's that's what I do. <laughs> and that then I became cool. And then they were like, oh, sweet. Now yeah. we know. <laughs> yeah. Now, now they're friends with you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um, it's interesting. I think I think, like you said, a lot of a lot of creatives in general, um, especially from this part of the world, I'm not generalizing. I know that's that's a very, very broad stroke, but uh, creatives um, and, and people just kind of left of center from, from the side of the world get a little bit more friction uh from the traditional aspect of it at least from our generation than uh, than i've heard of uh, from from other parts of the world that are a little more uh, versed in in different creative fields um but uh, but it's just it's just what it is and i think one of the things that really really changed for me and the reason i like uh you know put my uh, like you said, all all my eggs in, in one basket and trying to trying to do things uh, creatively was was having a kid. I uh, I don't know what clicked in my head, but um, his uh, he just turned one. His I have a one year old. It's such a weird thing. Nice. It's just so, so strange. But um, when I had when I had the kid, I felt like I want to be in a position where where he sees me uh not only just uh providing and being being there for him and all that stuff but also just generally happy uh my brain switched from like we should just be happy and and healthy and around him in this way and it made me uh drive faster towards the goals that i wanted to achieve um and i don't know i don't know if you experienced the yeah. same thing how was it how because becoming a father is 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 uh, a massive thing. Oh. It's it's huge. That uh, I don't know if a yeah. lot of people in the chat can relate to this, but it it's it's life changing in very a lot of different ways. But also teaches you about yourself uh, in a lot of different ways. So, how was your experience? And did that did that contribute to your decision on what you want to do uh, and and how you want to approach life? Oh, of course. The second you have a child, you start feeling like you have, in a good way, I don't mean it like in a bad way, it's a way of love. 
that you have a tsunami chasing you and you cannot stop. You know what I mean? Like you have to provide, you have to secure more, you have to do that because if you don't have a kid, you might be like, you know, me and Jackie, you know, even if we don't have money, it's fine. We can just live in like ramen noodles and, and you know, chill and do nothing all day. You know what I mean? That's fine. But when, when, when your child come and tells you, comes and tells you, you know, my kids are older than yours, but you know, um, you know, now he starts walking and stuff. So, you know, when he asks you for something, like they say in Egyptian, Egyptian uh, uh, saying called Leban al-Asfur, which means the milk of a bird. Like they're saying in Egyptian, they say like, if you want the milk of a bird, I'll get it for you. This shows like out of love, like ask me for it. Not to spoil them, of course, but it's a, it's the, it's the act of love is like, I have to provide. So that obviously made me more serious, 100%, especially after the, the downtime and my app got banned and stuff like this, is what, like, why would I grind for a year straight YouTube videos to absolutely no one and no revenue? You know, yeah. why? It's because of my kids. It's because of that. Because the first year of my YouTube, it was more like a, like speaking, to an empty cave, every all I can hear is my echo, or people that just happen to be there at the same time, and 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 like, you know, there's two times we talk about caves now. I don't know why, but you know, <laughs> we uh, just got just we just got um, in the know? chat loving these analogies. We 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 are with caves, pants, birds, and <laughs> yeah. As long as it makes sense. That day I was in the stream and I did something. I was like totally mentable. One guy was like, "What the hell is mentable?" I was like, didn't you understand what it means? He's like, yeah, I was like, okay, I'll rest my case. It doesn't matter how I say it, as long as I understand. As long as the message is delivered, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, so a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the crew know that uh, Jackie is part of the streams, and um, Jack is a big part of the. I, 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 the few times uh, I tuned in and Jackie was there, the chat was just. Uh, rooting on Jackie like they don't and they forgot about you for a second so <laughs> but um yeah, how, how did yeah they always you say guys... I'm just a cameraman <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did that um how does that dynamic work for you guys because you guys have uh, been together forever uh as a as a couple like uh, how how does this new uh, thing you're doing fall into that uh, relationship how, how did you guys how does jackie jump on board with you and, and all that happened well jackie was not a gamer like ever she was a serious person <laughs> you know so over time she would uh, like uh, i started watching sea of thieves and i was like jackie watch this video look at this game's awesome how'd you play with me Get away. I only played Duck Hunt in the past and that's all I know. No, 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 Jackie, watch this. Watch this, Jackie. Watch this, watch this other video. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Every day. She's like, you know what? Screw that. Fine. I'll. So I showed her, I'll see if this video of like uh, Jacksepticeye was an awesome YouTuber and he played Sea of Thieves in the beta days. I never played the early days of Sea of Thieves. I played it on launch. Uh, she's like, you know what? That game actually looks funny. And she sat on the computer. She didn't know exactly how to move the mouse left and right that a character move like this or a spacebar jumps and stuff. She had to actually look at the keyboard 
you know what i mean now she slices pipes like like morning breakfast but you know what i mean but uh, it's just like uh, um uh it kind of it was hard so jackie was not against games but i feel like the fact that she uh games with me and they always ask when is jackie gonna have her own channel when is, i was like she's never going to jackie's not gonna do a face reveal we did pictures only a few pictures on discord and she's a part of the team she's a mother and she has her responsibilities you know jackie does not do content but she became like 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 the fuzzy bond channel is me and jackie you know what i mean i'm just a cameraman so <laughs> but i believe that helped a lot jackie would support me anyways because she did support me with my 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 android apps and stuff like that you know she's very supportive but i feel like the fact that she's in the game with me she has more tolerance to listen to my news you know what i mean guess what youtube did oh you know what this person released this video and then youtube and the streamer got banned now she's a part of this uh, ecosystem where she I, I can actually talk about my geekness with her and she doesn't reply she's like yeah that's nice and stuff she's, she doesn't like care who got banned or not but when she here's the story she plays along you know what i mean she uh, she likes you know the stuff like that so yeah the fact that she joined sea of thieves and sea of thieves has that magic where you just feel like you want to join the adventure it makes you love and over the over time she loved gaming she never just fires up a game and plays ever like she probably just sit read a book do some crochet stuff like this but if she would play a game she would play it with me yeah you know what i mean are you playing something that i feel like doing minecraft all right i'll join you you know yeah i think i think that's that's one of the coolest things uh, that i got to see uh when when i tuned into your stream because i wasn't expecting it and then i i uh, i heard her voice and i was like yo that's one of the coolest things uh i could ever see and you guys are, are hanging out playing this game together i think uh, the dynamic of it is uh, is yeah. super cool and uh and so yeah, many people brought in their couples and he's like how can i convince my wife to play he's like just keep showing her jack sector septic eye videos just keep showing <laughs> you know stuff like this just uh, joking but uh but uh i i know for a fact there are so many couples that start playing sea thieves together and their wives became gamers because of because of jackie yeah yeah that's awesome um i just want to give a shout out to everyone uh, everyone hitting the follow button everyone joining the tribe you guys are you guys are absolutely amazing um the the fuzz is, is coming out strong um we're at 45 i think right now so that's that's absolutely crazy that uh on the first uh on on the second stream on twitch uh you guys you guys are coming out strong um i'm gonna jump Matt, into you're the, blowing up that that the quality and everything you have is just a thank so you chill. thank you thank you very much i uh, the, the concept of this uh show just came out from from it we, i started uh doing the podcast when uh, the lockdown happened uh, in april and then i thought i have so many people in my circles that are so interesting and uh, and such like creative and interesting people in general that i know a lot of people would like to listen to like just get to hear their story get to hear their journey and um i just started hitting people up and 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 talking to them on on the show and putting it you know up on uh, spotify apple music all that stuff and um and 
the, the more we did it, the more people contributed in the chat, the more uh, people started becoming part of the conversation. And uh, it's it's one of the coolest things in the world. Like the I, I, I told you when we first set this up, I'm using the podcast as an excuse uh, to, to catch up with you. Like it gives us this platform where I could sit down for hours and and talk to my old friend yeah. and just be like, how's it going, man? Tell me your story. What's been up? Because it's um, awesome. Yeah. Because it, I also want to thank you so much for for giving uh, a chance for for the fuzz to know more about me because I can't just I, I I don't usually do just chatting streams but if I do it's not gonna be as much as questions like this it's mostly gonna be about you know maybe some about me but it's gonna be more about like see thieves and how does someone become a streamer and stuff like this yeah I think um I think it's just super interesting and I know I, I've seen uh, the chat on on your streams and a lot of people are curious about about stuff uh, personal stuff from your life and and uh, you respond to as, as many as possible but I think this like long form podcast stuff is uh, is <laughs> always so interesting um, I'm, I'm gonna jump into the chat real quick like you always do uh, I just came to support Fuzzy didn't expect actively watching uh, like this he's a solid interviewer thank you that means a lot to me um, the one-handed gamer not gonna lie I would love to share my experience on here someday in the future dude hit me up I'm always into talking uh, to, to people from all over the world um, it's very difficult he's, for... he's, sorry he's three followers away from from twitch affiliate come on guys three followers away from twitch affiliate. <laughs> am I really Okay. Oh yeah, forty-seven. You're oh 47 my god, now. the fuzz is really coming out strong. You guys are amazing. Um, Mexican Moose says it's uh, very difficult for people brought up uh, with old expectations to uh, accept this, that such job rules exist now, and it's all due to the creators of two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. They basically made it possible for people who just want to be creative to follow their dreams. Um, yeah, shout out. Yeah, that doesn't uh, surprise me either. I could imagine what it's uh, like to be a creator in non-Western places. It must still be so new over there uh, that some people don't know how to react to it. 100% true. Um, I love in these analogies. Uh, yeah, th there were some some great analogies in there. Jackie is the streamer. Fuzzy is just there from Diablo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, all fear for Jackie having to deal with fuzzy all the time. Uh, the dynamic between them is just so awesome. Um, there's another one. If you took, uh, if you took a drink every time, uh, she got on him for trying to fight with no supplies or even, or for leaving her solo on the ship, you'd be wasted by the end of the stream. <laughs> uh, all the love, all the love, uh, from the, from the fuzz. And uh, and the entire the entire crew over there. Uh, the Mexican moose saying, "Let me bring in a few of my people, dude." Thank you so much as well. Um, Fifty followers you and you'll hit Twitch. Uh, I th oh, did we? Oh my God, we just hit yeah. fifty followers, dude. Thank you guys so much. I wish I had the your confetti. <laughs> I need. Yeah, I we'll, need... We'll, we'll we'll catch up on all that stuff. I need all the fuzzy need, confetti. All you need now is, is uh, seven days, seven different days within 30 days. That's it. Yeah. Be Hopefully uh, I can I can knock that out of the park. Um, that's uh, that's a madness right there. Uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, <laughs> Mexican Moose going off in, in the chat. 
everybody everybody following you guys are you guys are absolutely amazing um damn i lost i lost my train of thought now this is super cool uh i want to ask i want to that you know that i'm flustered when i say that word <laughs> uh yeah so I, i wanted i want to ask um th- there were a couple of questions when we first started and uh a couple of a couple of people are interested what are you doing with music and and kind of developing apps and stuff right now uh, is it all pushed to the side is it something you're uh, you're looking to get back into what is what's the status on on all the other stuff that you used to do well first thing if there are more than 24 hours per day i would release them sooner that's the first thing but time is a problem like i said i'm running youtube like i released a youtube video today and tomorrow i have a twitch stream and early you know like there's always something going on and after tomorrow i have a video so when the snowball becomes in itself momentum you know like where where i can bring more like for example i put a lot of chill music in the background of my stream you know but i want that music to transform to become my music i need time to record my guitars chill music just like the one they hear but my music that they can get from my stream store for free or or anywhere you know it's just like i have so much to give but so little time you know but i always believe that time will tell you it's now time will tell you don't rush time will tell you You will feel it in the air you know that loose screw in your head will tell you you know you'll hear it ringing i'll tell you it's now to release some music of course time is a, is a big factor but when when time tell it's time telling you so time knows how to give you that space where you can afford an hour or two per day to start composing music and over time end up into like three four tracks four stars you know i have um i have a pitch for you do you remember the um yes. you were you wrote and uh, recorded a solo album back back in i can't maybe it maybe it was 15 years ago i i think i'm not mistaken if i if i said 15 years ago yeah but um yeah. but i Probably still remember join me in like one of the songs or two. i still remember those songs i still remember that music and uh i i say if you still have them laying around that could be a little nugget of something uh just a little history of uh i of need fuzzy. to dig but i'll find them i need to dig but i'll find them i i have a that's my, that's my pitch i and let me know if if you guys in the chat are uh, are down with that i think just getting a glimpse of fuzzy from from 15 years ago uh it, a full full album was recorded uh so uh so i'm i'm super super uh curious if you guys are, are down with that um would you would, would is that anything you ever thought of going back and revisiting maybe remixing or or doing anything with those tracks well well i do have i do have another album i made with the with the yazan you know yazan uh friend here uh that was just before i went to canada is a band called uh, jumping turtle and my subscription uh tune is from that it's very experimental music and the only thing that's keeping that music away is that the hard disk that the remastered music is on uh broke so i sent it to dubai to be transplanted into another one 
Um, and then that was a while back. Then quarantine happened and all that stuff. But I think after like a month or something, I'm going to have it back. I just never followed up, you know, and uh, because it's not only about remastering. I can remaster the tracks that I have now. We added more guitar solos over time and we added more, a better bass line and stuff like this. So that was it. But I promise you guys, it's coming. Uh, everything's coming. Everything's coming on time. And it's sooner than you think. Because see, like right now, more and more people ask about it. Time is starting to knock on the door and telling you, go for it, you know? Because so many people ask me, is that your music in the background? Mm-hmm. in my streams and it bothers me so much that it's not because i can write music just like that you know what i mean so why can't it be mine i just need time <laughs> you know i have all the guitars and the equipment that i need to do that yeah yeah i'm i'm super stoked and just looking at the chat i think every single person in here wants uh wants to hear those um those tracks were crazy good oh brent's in the house what's up brent thank you for tuning in uh brenton uh was uh, was around when those is that brenton brenton the one we know yeah brenton's in the house um oh he's... brenton man ages man i see him on instagram secretly liking my pictures how's it going <laughs> man <laughs> um yeah the 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 old school uh Old, old school crew is is in the house he, he adds also please come to uh, dxb so we can jam Well, honestly, there's a plan that within two years, we're going to end up moving to Dubai. So it's just better for my content. And, and at, at least, at least when I want to buy a slipper from outside, they're not going to take $100 customs. Yeah, That's the main reason. You know, I can just like look online, buy whatever I want, upgrade my gear. And, you know. Yeah. And uh, if that happens, I shotgun an interview podcast in person on the in the new podcast room uh, that I'm that I'm working on that's that's the first thing we're going to do we're going to nice. get everyone to to <laughs> to check out the a proper uh, in in the room uh, podcast everyone is also saying yes we need new music and pants fuzzy we're talking about that those pants are going to have to happen <laughs> well i don't know what pants are you know streamers don't have legs that's a fact so i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well maybe that's that's your market Maybe it's just like a little bag you can put over. Um, I love watching Fuzzy play, still making the transition from oh, watching nice. on YouTube to Twitch. But it's not. Uh, but it's not just. He said everyone should uh, follow Unmuted. And I'm going to follow you. This has been good interview. Um, I think you're worth my time. Thank you so much. Uh, you you guys honestly have no idea how much um, how much those words mean to me. And just saying, I know this this stream is streaming also on YouTube and Facebook as as well as. Twitch, I think uh, I think we're making the transition to Twitch uh, full time for for the unmuted live streams because because um, the the support from from the community and uh, and just the the general like um, what is it called interface interface is just a whole lot better. Uh, yeah, um, well, to be honest, restream in general is is not good over time for starters. Like what you're doing now, since you're moving here, telling all your audience come to twitch is is the right thing to do but eventually you're gonna have to like go on and well anyways when you become like uh, 
grow an affiliate and partner, you're gonna reach a stage where you're not allowed to do that legally, you know. So yeah. Having said that, that's a great that's a great uh, pivot point. Having having done this for as long as you have, seeing the the pros and the cons, and and um, you know trying to figure out how to grow on on YouTube, how to grow on Twitch, finding the fuzz, finding the your your tribe. Uh, what's what's your advice for up and coming streamers or people that um, are interested in in trying out streaming or content creation uh, full time? Because you've been nothing but generous with your advice of me just testing out things on Twitch and trying to figure out like, oh, what what even is a sub? I didn't even know what that was. Um, so, uh, uh, what, yeah. what, what what would your advice be for for people that are interested in this in this world? All right. Um, of course, uh, it depends on the streamer. Like to you, for example, your value is within the stream itself. You know what I mean? But I believe that Twitch without YouTube is very hard because people found out about my Twitch through my YouTube by providing value. Why do they come to Twitch? I'm just another pirate in Sea of Thieves playing a game just like another 300 streamers streaming Sea of Thieves. Why would they come to me from all these other people? Some of them have better cameras, some of them are better players, some of them have better audio, some of them, you know what I mean? Their stream is just more entertaining. Why? Because I provided value and answers on YouTube on how you can become better in this game. So you feel like you appreciate that when you met the other player in the game, you actually sunk him and stole his treasure. That gave you an adrenaline rush. They're like, oh, Fuzzy did that to me. Awesome. I'm going to go watch his streams. You feel like you want to come. Whether it's me or any other content creator that provides value on his YouTube. So provide... They're saying in Arabic, they say put it uh, uh, an earring in your ear or something. <laughs> you know, like... like. How do you say in Arabic? value. Something like that, you know? Uh, if you don't provide value for your viewers, they're going to struggle. It doesn't have to be guides. You can just be like an exceptionally skilled player. Like Ninja, for example, one of the biggest Fortnite streamers. He doesn't have... He didn't become known from YouTube. He became known from Twitch, if I'm not mistaken, you know? It's because of his exceptional skills. What's the value they're looking at? Oh, this guy's so good. They start learning from him by looking at how he does things, you know? So even the Amuri Cho, for example, take these stream highlights from the VODs that are recorded on Twitch. You know how it like records based on the settings you have. You make a highlight of that on YouTube. Try and have the same tags, the same everything. No one has time to watch a two hour interview, but they can watch a 20 minute highlight of that. Over mm -hmm. time, they're going to make time to come to your stream. So. This is only one super serious thing. Provide value. I don't know what the value, it's up to you to figure out what people want. Like how I realized that Sea Thieves guides at the time, with all respect to what was there, need a bit more. You know, I did that and look at me now. Thanks to you guys. It's the same. Provide value where it's needed without spamming. You know, like, oh, join my channel, sub for sub, and all that trash, you know. And then 
people will just flow into you yeah. provide value remember 100 i think uh, I, i completely agree with that and thank you for saying that about uh, about the show i um i i i think i gain from uh talking to to people like you and talking to people on the show and i always thought like um i i hope people would tune in and, and viewers would gain that kind of knowledge just asking asking people like yourself like what advice would you give someone and, and coming back with that like i think that's uh, that's one of the coolest things that uh, that i get to do and um uh, i'm jumping yeah. into the chat real quick uh, uh there's 300 people but uh nobody is as wholesome uh a sink and steel but always stay family friendly <laughs> i love that one i think um oh. i think that well yeah these these come later yeah did uh, d but did like, you sorry sorry fast the value is to come to twitch but the family friendly is to stay on my channel you're not gonna you're not gonna discover that i'm family friendly or i read the chat a lot unless i provided value you know yeah i'm sure there are other streamers right now streaming sea of thieves to three viewers their girlfriend and their phone you know and they are super family friendly and awesome but how are you just gonna reach that person that's yeah. why you need to provide value it's like raising your hand hey i'm here you know uh the mexican moose in chat says i'll be honest uh, for me it's not about the cameras or overlays etc if i come across a streamer that's entertaining and has connection uh, to their community then i'm likely to stay but if they don't really focus on the chat then i leave it's about the work the streamer puts in rather than the numbers yeah i um yeah i i i, I think i think that shows also the the sense of community like you were saying fuzzy is the most wholesome pirate you'll ever find uh i completely agree uh <laughs> f for f and s for s never works uh from the mexican moose follow uh, for on... follow sub for sub yeah okay so that's that's people just uh trying to trying to get more people onto their uh spammers you know hey bro yeah. you know follow for follow i'll get my friends to follow too so yeah Uh, it's a little bit of both for me. I watch uh, Freemason because I feel like I learn things about PvP, but I don't participate in his chat like I do with Fuzzy. I watch Fuzzy because the community is awesome and it's just an overall good experience uh, from Honestly520. Um, unmuted uh, show. Fuzzy got a haircut for your show looking super fly. <laughs> uh, did you? Was that is that a fresh is that a fresh cut? Uh, it's actually like maybe two days ago. <laughs> My last stream. Yeah. People like to feel engaged with. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, thanks for explaining that. Fuzzy from uh, Mexican Moose. Um, building commun community is part of it as well from Diablo. 100%. And uh, I think this is this is uh, something that, uh, that psychologically I always uh, like to poke at. Like the idea of Uh, a tribe that's why i call uh, the everyone joining unmuted a tribe i i the, even for the band we call all our fans this vingali family uh it's just something that i feel like what once you're in that's why i was asking you, you before belong. about about the like you know that bond you get with with the with the crew that that joins it's uh it's something that i've always been a fan of and uh it's it's just something yeah. do you remember there was a guy that did a, a documentary on heavy metal music his uh, his name was sam dunn i think the documentary was called uh, headbangers journey yes, yes. Uh, and he looked at the at the metal 
uh, fans and and metal like um, uh, you know festivals and all, all the people that go to these shows and stuff from an anthropolo- anthropological is that a word anthropology is what I'm trying to say uh, point of view so he looked at them as a literal tribe and tried to dissect uh, how this tribe behaved and what their traditions were and what their you know little um, little uh, sayings and little like uh, lingo was and stuff like that and i feel like looking at at the online world and uh, and what you do with with the fuzz and what you do on discord and and everything that you're doing on on uh, twitch and youtube i feel like from a from an anthropology point of view someone could break this down and be like look there's there's new lingo being made there's little uh things that that start happening yeah. and building as a culture uh, from this one stream that's the thing do you know how many people became streamers because of the community it's not because of because of like you know yeah i i brought them together but it was their hard work that made them streamers you know what i mean some of them average of 40 and 50 and 60 viewers now when i met them they didn't even have a channel you know they just i'm there for them to ask or any other content creator but it's the community that's one of the 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 advice also that that's kind of like uh to give which is like someone would join a discord right like they say follow for follow or sub for sub do not just be a kind person just help people out hey guys i need to finish this uh, quest in a game can someone help me hey guys anyone want to join me for this over time when people realize that you are a kind soul they feel like they want to just open the stream while you're streaming for your three viewers just to support you you never mentioned that you're a streamer just over time they realize that or while you're sailing while you're playing a game they joined you that's how you grow you know that's assuming like you can do it in reverse if you don't provide value provide value through the networking but not networking just being active being only active doesn't help be helpful people will feel like they want to help you back sail with different people every day play games with different people every day mention why not in the discord not on twitter inside when you are playing the game with them inside the game i have a stream you want to follow me over time you want to join me on my stream you want to sail with me i'm gonna stream over time these people feel like they relate just like the community they feel like they're a part of you they tell their friends and that's how it goes yeah yeah i yeah i completely agree with that and i think uh, i think that's one of the coolest things to see grow and uh, and be a part of and i mean you guys you guys uh, uh, pushed it over 50 already on this on this channel and i can only imagine how uh, uh how it feels to like keep, keep growing and, and that support system that you guys you guys already have um i mean you've known me for for an hour that's crazy uh so so it's it's one of those things um i was i wanted to ask the chat if you have any questions uh for fuzzy uh, stick them in the chat now um i'm gonna i'm gonna ask him one last question and then we're gonna do uh just your questions uh for uh, for the end of the stream right. um uh honestly 520 saying you're you're doing a great job engaging us too at a muted show a great stream instincts thank you so much thank you so much that uh, that means the world to me um yes it is a word anthropological that was the the it, 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 it i stumbled over it a little bit um the pogger poggers language is that what 
like the the stream lingo is called yeah you have to learn the twitch you know i'm still learning the twitch language too <laughs> and content uh from diablo i think they're uh, the emphasis that uh, that you make on on the words um yeah content yeah uh where are we um there's something about fuzzy that attracts awesome people uh, like diablo um auto and many more um it just and then there's a reply to that just being nice wholesome caring uh, people and not, not enough of those around so uh, we get people like fuzzy they stick out uh, i completely agree with that i think there's a there's a whole lot of noise you know actually um just to kind of uh, relate it back to j just how long we've we've known each other and how we I feel like there's a lot of par parallels when um, I started uh, Zvengali uh, my band I mean it's a metal band metal is aggressive sounding uh, screaming there's a whole lot of uh, people singing about a whole bunch of dark stuff I wanted to kind of make it stand out by making sure that lyrically all our content was in one way or another positive and in terms of like just being uplifting overcoming obstacles we're not singing about the yeah. dark times we're thinking we're singing about the how, how to overcome them and how, how to celebrate your friends i mean i literally have lyrics that say you know this is for my family for my friends uh, in in the lyrics which is um super unmetal of me but uh, but i not I, like uh, slay the cat and bury the donkey and, yeah. <laughs> yeah and all the, the the normal stuff that you hear in uh, in metal stuff but yeah i think i think that that really does stick out and for people that um like myself that didn't find that kind of wholesome or at least just positive energy somewhere i tried to try to figure out a way to create it myself um and i think uh, i think that's where fuzzy's head was at as well um, do you have anything you can show now or you're not or you're not allowed like uh, from right or something i don't know uh because we distribute through cd baby uh so i'm not sure if it, it'll flag it or safe, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but i'll uh, but if you guys um if you guys hit the follow i uh, i'm actually going to record live record uh the the vocals for one of the songs um on twitch at some point so uh, so there'll be some some music stuff happening on on this channel as well um all right we got we got some questions are you ready yes all right first question does he like cheese <laughs> uh to a certain extent because i'm lactose intolerant i'm actually not the biggest fan of cheese since i became lactose intolerant because i just feel like it's too greasy, greasy over time Mm-hmm. It's a good answer. Uh what's the story behind Fuzzy's half sleeve? This one? <laughs> oh, this uh well we were uh uh very uh it was snowing, do you remember? It was I, I was there, it I was remember snowing it. and we yeah. were Yeah, uh, and we were with this uh, tattoo artist, his name is Huz. He's never done a sleeve tattoo before. And I'm, you know, like what uh, head said that I have a maybe loose screw in my head. And I'm always the kind of like hamster, the, the, the hamster, the lab rat, basically. He's like, hey, Fuzzy, what? You know, I've never done a sleep tattoo before. Okay, why are you telling me that? You know, since it's snowing and there's nothing going on and the roads are blocked, how about I'll do one in the house for free? It costs 800 uh, JDs, which is around like $1,000 and a bit more. But I'll do it for free. 
I was like, free? I never even thought of doing sleeves. I was like, here's my arm. You can have it. But does it hurt? <laughs> and I think uh, Head and uh, Firas and Zed Amarin, I think you guys went and bought the beers. I don't drink alcohol anymore. It's been more than 10 years. But back in the day, um, we brought the beer and we put it in the snow. Do you remember? Outside. And he just started like slapping the statue and... It was more fun than anything else, like the experience. I didn't care about the tattoo or the blood coming out of my arm, but it's just like this, you know, and I remember me sitting like this and and Zed Amarin with, a, with a, a small, like cheap whiskey bottle, just chugging it in my mouth. He's like, man, it's okay. I can handle pain. No, no, drink, drink. You feel better, man. <laughs> All right, man. You know, then it, I don't remember the tattoo finishing. I just remember waking up the next day. Yeah, it was uh... something like that. It might be foggy memories, but something like that. It, 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 that's 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 basically what happened um i remember i remember looking over at you sitting on the chair just going wait you're gonna finish the whole thing now like can't can't you do it in chunks and you're like no we're just gonna finish it now <laughs> and uh yeah i uh, now that I, now <laughs> that i color, know the, that's why it's not colored now that i know the process of uh of, of doing tattoos and stuff that i've gotten a bunch myself i'm like oh we should we should you should have done that in in, in parts because you but the pain was was excruciating by the end of it your endorphins run out and like uh it was freezing obviously there was no heating system or whatever it was inside you were sitting there with with your shirt off <laughs> just freezing getting tattooed yeah yeah he didn't um, have heating in the place too and it was snowing outside that was perfect yeah <laughs> it was like a rented old office that someone kicked him out like a few days later so funny uh so hopefully uh hopefully that answers the question uh mexican moose is saying how did you two meet um uh, we uh, we touched on this earlier in the stream and uh we can't remember uh it was it was about 15 years ago and it music was involved um I, I, and then and then uh, fuzz joined uh the band or we started a band together and and then we've just been uh, been friends ever since but um lost contact along the way with everyone moving and stuff what else we got yep. um uh, i've been listening uh, for a while but haven't opened the twitch app till now uh from epic triple oh seven that's awesome i i didn't actually epic. know you could do that uh that's amazing i uh I, that that's actually a another point for twitch right now um uh, nice. sac sacred uh, wafer is that how i saying that right um i'm a big yes, metal sacred. head i'm a big metal head and that's one thing that is way more widespread than people think a lot of metal music is positive and about overcoming hardships that's why i love it 100 percent, i completely agree with you um especially like the hardcore and punk scene that i i come from I'm talking more about the uh, the metal that's from this part of the world specifically, not uh, not just metal uh, in general. I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan of uh, a lot of uh, you know stage dives and high fives and and positive uh, positive metal bands from around the world. But um, I just didn't find any being uh, made here in the Middle East. Um, but yeah, completely agree with you. There, yeah. there's there's a lot more uh, positive metal out there. It's just the majority of it isn't, and uh, the, n m the popular, the mainstream <laughs> no. ones mainly aren't. Yeah, 
Yeah, but especially in the, in the Middle East, it's you don't you're not finding anyone singing about uh, you know sticking up for your friends uh, in uh, anywhere here. Um, yeah. Uh, this was a topic of convoy yesterday. Pizza. Pizza was a topic of convoy yesterday, and uh, Hawaiian was was involved. Yes. Uh, where are we? I'm hungry. All right. Can you <laughs> we meet got... that person for 10 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, does, does he regret it at all? Tattoos have a negative cultural connotation in a lot of places, and it's harder to hide stuff below the elbow. Um, I love it as a person with multiple tattoos. I know I've experienced that personally uh, from Honestly520. Um, I don't regret anything because I believe uh, these are awesome memories that you'll learn in your life it's more about the lesson i learned than the actual tattoo and i'd rather have tried something myself than someone telling me don't do that you know what i mean so for example if i go back in time i would remove this tattoo i won't get this one here but i don't care about this one because in a culture like jordan where you go to like a government place for example where you need to do some paperwork where people are a bit uh, less in that frequency you can see uh, i would uh, it's very hard for me to cover this one but it's easy for me to just wear a long sleeve and cover my sleeve tattoo you know especially the world going weird i'm thinking i'm i'm some type of like the bear club bear claw faction or something i don't even know what that is but you know it was just the 40 dollars that i had at the time <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah i've um i've gotten a few, a no, few no, no, pieces. no regrets just lessons yeah, uh, I've I've gotten a few pieces uh, under the, uh, the elbow and a and a and a whale, <laughs> free free willy over on this side, but um, like you said, I think it, it's just it's just uh, one of those things. Like if 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 I get weird looks or if I get um, people uh, people asking why the hell I have these uh, tattoos and stuff, it's uh, it's less. Uh, less about me feeling like I regret it and it's more about like I just I'll cater to the situation I'm in just to not get that that question anymore like I'll wear a sleeve uh, a, a long sleeve tat uh, not tattoo a long sleeve t-shirt um going to places where I know they're Probably you know soft, yeah. they're iffy about it and I'll just live my life uh happily uh, w without having to deal with that we got a question from Diablo. Um, where do you see yourself in five years and will you collab with other content creators? Um, well, in five years, that relies on the hard work I put in. I think in five years, just I'm going to take the analytics of, of the numbers I have. In five years, I'm going to be maybe a much more... Uh, maybe known streamer or a content creator, just taking these numbers, like taking these numbers and stretching them out with the same average. There are ups and downs to everyone. You never know. Um, but about collaborating, I don't know if you guys noticed, it's rare for me to collaborate. Like I said, I'm more of my own bubble. And if something doesn't go my way, I just cannot function. And I don't like to be a bossy with other people. I like to respect their opinion. So I just prefer to, you know, you do your thing. 
I'll do my thing, you know. So collaborations would depend very, very, like so many times I got asked to join Sea of Thieves, Sea of Champions or something like this. And always my initial answer is no. Until other content creators and tell me, come on, man, I would love you in my crew. I want to do this as a, yeah, fine, I'll do it. It's not, it's not anything. I just, for example, one of the things why I prefer not to collaborate is because if I'm collaborating and streaming, I can't read the chat like I do because I have to listen to the other um, VIP streamer or content creator who's also working hard on his stuff. I have to make sure that I, I'm alert and I'm trying to reply to the things he says because he also has viewers watching and I don't want him to go ask him asking Fuzzy a question and Fuzzy didn't reply to him because Fuzzy was reading chat. That will not look nice for his viewers as if Fuzzy is ignoring him. You know, so that's why I just prefer to stay in my own bubble stream. If, if, if someone asks me to collab with them while I do not stream, that could be okay if I have time while I'm not streaming. Yeah. But while I'm on the job, it's very hard for me to, to do that. And I answered why. Very cool. Um, I, I can only imagine, I mean, uh, doing, doing, uh, this uh, and reading, reading, going through the chat and stuff like that. I think, I think, like you said, it's it just waters down the experience for everyone. If if you were doing more of it, um, Hunter uh, Orange asking, since you spend so much time in front of the camera talking to people from all over the world, do you feel like English is now your first language? That's a great question. Um, I still think in Arabic. You know, that's uh, well. At least uh, <laughs> we we know we, we know that all the uh, sayings and all the <laughs> all the metaphors that you have are are definitely in Arabic, <laughs> just just based on this conversation. It's, it's just because you know, like there's so much uh, ancient history and like since the pharaohs and stuff like that that goes way back. Uh, you know, we just learn from, and I think these people like mastered social engineering in a way that these sayings. Uh, fit in the right place and they're very powerful sentences you know that's why I say that but uh, yeah I speak English most of the time even my kids speak Arabic but not as good the main reason is because I was I was raised in a school called the New English School but I used to be a type of person that I have to think what I want to say before I speak it in English for example I'm gonna say like hey man can I borrow your phone I'm gonna have to think that in Arabic translate it in my head then say it but then Jackie does not speak Arabic over time. It became my daily life and my daily thing, you know, to say that until this day, sometimes I have words that are hard to pronounce, you know, and sometimes I'm lazy to say things like instead of meant to do that, it's just mentable. Because I don't <laughs> care, you know. Some things are just hard for me to say. That's why, you know, um, but yeah, uh, you know, English is not my main language. I can say I'm bilingual. It's not my second language. Maybe bilingual, right? Where mm -hmm. like both are your first. Yeah. So um, for for everyone that's new here and, and tuning in, I'll also jump in on this question. I uh, English was actually my first language. I uh, grew up in Sydney, in Australia, and um, this is way before I moved to to Jordan or to Qatar or to Dubai or anything. And um, I even had an Australian accent. Uh, which is uh, super strange for me to think about right now because I can't even imagine myself having a, a full-on Australian accent. But that's 
that's where uh, I grew up uh, up until I was like uh, maybe 12 or something. And then um, I had the opposite uh, kind of obstacle to cross is when I first moved to Jordan, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people didn't like the fact that I only spoke uh, English. A lot of people were, were uh, like, you're, you're obviously uh, of Arab heritage. You're supposed to speak Arabic. And I kind of learned Arabic in Jordan um, with, uh, with Fuzzy and with that whole crew in, uh, in, in the music scene. Um, with the lingo they had so i never learned like official arabic i just only know how to speak very jordanian uh like slang basically so i i, I still never fully yeah. uh, fully learned arabic <laughs> uh we yeah, got we used uh, to we used to uh we used to speak english most of the time right yeah 100 percent. or i don't even remember or half half i think like yeah, 50, I mean, 50. I, I mean, I always understood it, but I think I, I, uh, I always responded in English because it's easier for me to find words in English than it is in Arabic. Yeah. Um, we got, um, we got a bit of a personal question here uh, from uh, Blue Rich June, uh, more of a personal question, but entirely curious. Was it a big uh, change for Jackie to move uh, to Jordan from Wisconsin with the difference of culture and all? Um, not really. Honestly, Jackie was never like fond of, of, uh, she just felt like it, life is too fast there. That was all. And Jackie, when she moved here, she, she, she met, you know, Adnan uh, and she met like uh, the other people and stuff. And she was just like one of the guys. So she belonged here immediately and, uh, had a good time, you know, that's it. So I think yeah. it was fine. Yeah, I think I think the like the uh, anywhere you go, even when I first moved to Dubai, I thought I uh, it'll be very difficult for me. But when you find that small group of people that that you have in your circle, everything is uh, is easy after that. Um, bands and painters are self-guided creators. Content creators are sort of at the mercy mercy mercy. Sorry, guys mercy of the developers of their games how do you deal slash feel about being at someone else's uh quote-unquote mercy like that uh well that's an excellent question um see the thing is that's why you have to be the person and the entertainer of of making people feel like belong for example I'm in amazing terms with Sea of Thieves, right? But what if one day they say, we don't want you to partner with us. We don't want you to stream it, right? That's going to be a big hit for me. Then the next day, Twitch comes to me. You're banned from Twitch. You're not allowed to stream, for example. That's why I said, you're not, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, uh, when you first start growing as a streamer, you are and you have to be on the mercy of of other games or developers or platforms that's why do an exceptional job in promoting their their game so they can't tell you no mm -hmm. be better than them and do an awesome job which you should do anyways because not only for them or for for the survival of your stream someone in the chat is spending hours of his life expecting something from you you know 
So just do a good job and you won't be under anyone's mercy. They'll actually be under your mercy because they're gonna pay you money like these big streamers. Please, man, here's this much. Please play our game. Nope, it will damage my channel. Please play our game. Okay, fine. Double the money. You know, that's how it yeah. comes. So just do an, do an excellent job. Everyone be under your mercy. That's a great answer. Um, uh, Maximo says, uh, I'm the same. It's so difficult to balance a co-stream. And he also adds, I would love to hear what that would have sounded like, my Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, no one, not a lot of people like that. Um, oh, Jack is in the house. What's up, Jack? Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we were just talking about you. Uh, oh, she actually responded uh, to uh, to Blue Rich June. Uh, yes, it's a big change, but it's a beautiful change. I do like it here, and I respect and love the differences. Shout out to Jackie, uh, uh, and uh, thank you for for joining the tribe. Um, sorry if this was asked already. What's your favorite mem memory of playing as a band? Ferros's basement. <laughs> yeah so so i i need to uh i need to preface this a little bit because because of uh the way jordan was uh 10 15 years ago uh there aren't really any venues that um that metal bands or rock bands could play at and uh the the genre itself wasn't super accepted in the country as a as um in the culture in general but the government specifically like kind of cracked down on on that genre because they didn't understand it and it was just it uh, they lumped it in with a uh, with like uh, a bunch of like uh, uh, you know outspoken anti-religious stuff which we weren't at, at all but uh, that's kind of what they knew about the genre so all the stuff we uh, we played uh, were in basements and um, and in people's houses so it was it was uh, a super underground scene to, to say the least uh, so when uh, when Fuzzy says uh, highlights were playing for us as basement, it was because we would pack a bunch of our friends uh, in in literally one of our friends' house in a small basement and kind of perform uh, perform that way. Felt it was, like we're um, doing something illegal, basically. <laughs> yeah, it w I mean technically it was illegal to play that kind of music, but <laughs> at that time at least. But uh, but that was uh, that's why that it's a great memory because you felt like you're free. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, we got a whole bunch of shout outs for Jackie, uh, in, in the comments. Um, uh, those vlogs over from YouTube, we got a comment from YouTube. Yo, Nas, it's been a very long time. Uh, awesome to see you streaming. I played, uh, SOT casually and enjoyed it. Missing that summer in Jordan where, uh, m me, you and Adnan just ordered Popeyes and watched movies. Wait, is that um, is that that guy? Who's that? I think that's that guy. Let, wow. let us those vlogs. Let us know. Let us know uh, who it is. I don't. I um, I don't know the handle. Maybe let it's uh, maybe it's uh, Tayyip. Maybe it's Tayyip. I don't know. There's so many people, man. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Um, uh, Fuzzy, who is your favorite viewer and why is it me? Uh, from White Nell, am I saying that right? Because, uh, um, <laughs> um, it's because of your honesty. 
That was a straight to the point question. <laughs> if Twitch goes down, I would be willing to bet money that Fuzzy would grow an afro and join a hair metal band. <laughs> what is love? Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, Diablo says, since you developed some games and you have a lot of experience in audio engineering, do you see yourself developing a game for PC and consoles? Heck, freaking yes. Yeah, that's definitely going to happen. When I'm able to kind of like stand up on my feet properly from the content and stuff, I'm going to create the dream game, guys. The dream game. And that's a fact. Trust me. I know what people want. And the dream game in the world is not there. It's not out there. You need a game to go sink and live in, you know, just like how Minecraft is. Something like that. Not like Minecraft in a, in a game way, but yeah. I'm gonna do that. You heard it here, man. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this journey happen. Um, Cat Charmer says, "Wasn't metal considered like the devil's music or something?" I remember my parents telling me about it when I was a kid, but I still listen to it anyway. Yeah, basically, that's that's kind of that's kind of the way they saw it, and um, it's still the way they see it now. Uh, so yeah, those vlogs over from the the YouTube comments is that guy. Oh, that guy. Man, your papas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out, shout out to that guy uh, over uh, tuning in over on YouTube. Um, does Unmuted have a Discord? Yes, I do. Uh, we uh, we started it. Oh, you do? Um, yeah, we. I, it's. I'm, I'm still figuring out my way around it, but uh, we have a little uh, FM radio channel thing that I uh, I tried to figure out how to do, where people add to the queue of music, and we could just tune in and, and listen to music together and stuff like that. And um, it's just a bunch of people that uh, you know enjoy having conversations before and after the show and digging digging deep into into some some stuff. Also, can there. Can you link it in the in the chat or something? I I can i will try um uh, also we have uh, we have a channel we have a like a section where it's just pet pictures so for uh, there's a little bit for for everyone <laughs> i nice. copy share link there we go how do i do this done it's in the chat see i'm learning i'm learning guys i'm starting to uh Starting to get better and better at this as we we go along. Um, oh, Brent yes, and that um, guy are in the house. There's some major uh, major throwback uh, in the chat here. Um, dibs on oh, uh, nice. spot in the alpha. Dibs on spot in the beta. <laughs> Fuzzy Bond game confirmed? Question mark. Everyone wants yes. uh, beta and alpha uh, when? access. Thanks for your on honesty. We'll uh, build the game together. You guys see what you want. We'll build it. This is this is. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Um, Fuzzy, will uh, will your game have proper uh, hit reg? See, I'm not a gamer. I don't know what that is. Well, in see if these there's something called hit reg, which is hit registration. When you shoot someone like seven times and it doesn't die because the server is not responding, it's just like you know, uh, it's it's a, it's an issue with the game. It def I'm gonna I'm gonna develop proper hit reg before I develop the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mozzie, uh Mike says morning from the future or Australia, the, the others call it. Mozzie, how's going, man? 
G'day mate. Ozzy is my first mod. I um, I was just telling uh, telling people just before you jumped in the chat that uh, I grew up there. I grew up in Sydney and uh, and I called uh, Australia home for, for for like twelve to fourteen years. So uh, so shout out to to everyone tuning in from Australia. What was your first impression when you first met uh, Fuzzy? And what was Fuzzy's impressions of you? Um, see, we, I was trying to tell you guys, we can't remember. Uh, was it, we can't remember the you specific like moment. Yes, you like metal? Let's be friends. Yeah. Exactly. We, we can't remember the specific moment we met. It's, it kind it's of music, though. It's music that got us together, yeah. 100%. Um, dude, I, uh, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on the show. And I can't thank uh, the Fuzz and the crew and the tribe and everyone that's, uh, that's been, a part of, uh, been a part of the stream. I have... Um, one last question that I always end the stream with, and I think, I think we uh, we definitely need to do a part two with with Fuzzy Bond because there we barely scratch the surface. We can uh, we can dig deep and get spacey and start talking about, um, you know, the future and and uh, conspiracy theories. And we I I know we can we can get spacey you and I sometimes, but um, yeah, I um. I, 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 so I'll take a couple of questions in the chat and then and then I'll hit uh, Fuzzy with the, with the last one. Um, Diablo saying a question for Unmuted: Will you review music and react to music on YouTube? I see that as an opportunity for you to grow online. Um, I actually I I, uh, I did have wow. I have some ideas of uh, of doing stuff like that, but I I wanted to be more That's involved. A very good thing, by the way. Uh, yeah, I wanted I wanted it to be a little more involved in uh, in the music. So like. I'd, I'd I'll maybe like play along or try to try to mimic whatever the vocalist is doing and see how hard it is to do and stuff like that. So um, that's definitely something that I'll that I'll be looking into. And uh, and uh, yeah, man, thank you for for the suggestion. I think I think it's a great Diablo seems to have um, a very entrepreneurial mind as well. Uh, you're you're looking at the, did, the growth he, and he things. He did like direct my my yeah. He does. Um, definitely going to be back and watch uh, these parts I missed later today. Thank you so much, man. Uh, thank you to everyone that uh, that tuned in. So, Fuzzy, last question: If yes. you built a time machine and uh, and you were able to go back in time uh, to to young Fuzz, young Fuzzy, pre uh, learning audio engineering, pre starting bands, pre the journey that you had on YouTube and Twitch and and everything uh, that that you've been through, and you were to give Young Fuzzy one piece of advice uh, to help him on the road going forward, what would that one piece of advice you'd give yourself from from the future be? Hmm. I'll tell myself, do exactly what you did, harder. Do exactly what you did, but do it harder. Yeah, because I'm happy with the path my life, my life look, took. Mm -hmm. But you know, there are always moments in life where we were just lazy potatoes. Nah, I'll do it later, you know. Just do it harder. Just go back the same. Walk harder. Walk taller. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that, and I think um, I think uh, everyone everyone can 
appreciate and and relate to that when when sometimes you look back and you're like i i I don't know if it's like doubt self-doubt in general but when you look back and you're like those times that i proved myself wrong are are some of the best times and if you just push through those walls that those obstacles that uh, you put up for yourself those walls that uh, are kind of slowing uh, us down in, in the process there that's the the best uh, outcome always comes out of that yep 100 percent. because you know i look at it like this like for example me right now i'm healthy i'm thankful i'm happy i have a family what do i want to change any of that right i don't want yeah. to change any of that so just yeah. go back and do it harder <laughs> 100 percent. i'm always i'm always curious about that question because a lot of people see it in different ways to begin with whether it's some people say uh what would you change uh some people think of it as like regret some people think of it as um what would you uh, give in terms of advice to a younger self because of uh you know being able to to overcome something you had to go through when you were younger so it's a very uh i, I love that you thought of it that way and that uh, your instinct would be to just double down and go harder on <laughs> on what you already did i think that's amazing yep well with that ladies and gentlemen with uh with just double down and go harder and uh, and do the stuff that you're passionate about we end episode 70 of uh, of unmuted and um i can't thank you uh fuzzy enough for uh, for coming on the show i i had an absolute blast having conversation thank you for with having you. me and welcome to twitch thank you thank you so much and thank you guys each and every single one of you uh, that hit that follow button that uh, that's in the chat that commented that asked questions um it it means the absolute world to me that you uh, you guys are, are on this journey and um i'm stoked i'm stoked to uh, to have more conversations with you and with with a bunch more guests on uh, on twitch uh, live stream and like i said this show also uh is an audio format over on spotify and apple Podcasts and google and all that stuff so if you search unmuted if you're into just like listening to a podcast while you drive or while you do some chores uh this episode will also be up there tomorrow at 9 a.m uh, uae time um but yeah man thank you thank you thank you so much i appreciate each and every single one of you thank you so much for having me and uh, Fuzzy, we, we have a tradition around here where the guest has to say, hit the outro before we uh, we roll the outro. I have to say hit the outro. You have right. to say it and you got to make it sound as awesome gonna as possible. I'm going to say it in Fuzzy YouTube voice, okay? In fuzzy YouTube voice, because they like that. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Unmuted Show. Today, we had an awesome interview. And now, we are going to hit the outro.